Hello there, my name is Brad, and uh, we are Grace Teaching today. Also, join us over at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries over on Facebook if you're there. Come on over. We're continuing our teaching now on anger and relationships. This is part two. And, uh, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about the importance of controlling our temper. It calls a person who easily loses their temper a fool. And uh, Proverbs 29, verse 11, of course, Proverbs is the wisdom to be able to see as God sees. We're able to see as he sees, but not only able to see as he sees, but he's, you know, he, the Proverbs gives us an opportunity to see events and situations as he sees them as well. And of course, that's Proverbs 29, verse 11, and also Ecclesiastes 7, verse 9. But, uh, you know, the uh, when we look at uh, some of these Proverbs, we want to take a look at what, the, what they say about, uh, you know, anger and how dangerous they are in our relationships. Proverbs 25, 28 tells us this, Someone who cannot control himself is like a city whose walls are broken down. Now, have you ever uh, seen a city that's been maybe, uh, you know, for an example, like Ukraine uh, has been bombed by Russia? Have you ever seen the city and what it looks like now? Well, it's a disaster, right? And so what the Proverbs is telling us is that if somebody cannot uh, control themselves, then they're like that. They're a disaster, okay? Uh, let's take a look at another one, just a few. Proverbs 15, verse 18 tells us a person with a hot temper is often at odds with those around him, becoming easily offended and lashing out in anger for even the smallest thing. Now, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, you know, whenever I'm in a room with an angry person, a hot-tempered person, I, I think I'd rather spend time with somebody, say, that uh, has COVID. You know, I work as a caregiver in these uh, care centers and stuff. And, you know, on our occasion, I do go in and help those with COVID. And, uh, you know, as you know, COVID-19 uh, is a very contagious disease or uh, virus. And, uh, you know, I'll, I would rather go in there and spend all day in there with that person than actually work in an environment where there's a hot-tempered person. How about you? You know, a person who maintains a calm, even temper is quicker to forgive and better able to live peaceably with others. Did you know that? Repentance is a change of thinking. Okay? And so, uh, remember, a fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. And so, remember, Christ himself is our wisdom. And so as we trust him, we will be calm. Remember, repentance. What is repentance? It's a change of thinking. Okay? Instead of this, I'm going to go over here and start thinking this way. Okay? Jesus is my calmness. I'm going to be calm. Thank you, Lord, that you're my calmness now. And I'm going to change the way I think. See, instead of being quick-tempered all the time, I'm going to change the way I think and get over to him and stay calm, okay? Because 
He is our calmness. Remember, the Lord does not give us strength, folks. So don't, don't pray and ask the Lord to give you strength. Rather, thank you, Lord, that you are strength. Okay. Remember, self-control. What is, what is self-control? Let's talk about this. Well, we know it's the fruit of the Spirit or the character of Christ found in Galatians 5.22. But let's take a look at, at, at uh, in context and see what self-control actually is. For the believer, uh, the Greek in the Greek language, self-control, we get the word ingrata. Ingrata. And uh, ingracha, or however you want to pronounce that. But self-control actually means spirit-controlled. That's right. Controlled by the love of Christ, by the very life of Christ. The self-control, which is spirit-control, is only produced by Christ and experienced through dependence upon Him. Okay. So from the Greek text, this can only be accomplished by the power of the Lord. Its true ability from within is explicitly called the character of Christ. Galatians 5.23. Okay, so spirit-controlled, we can do more than we can ever, ever even ask or even imagine. I'd like to turn to Ephesians 3.20 if you're in your, in your Bible. If you're not, that's fine. I'll read it for you. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ever ask or even imagine according to the power that is at work within us. This has been our second part of anger in relationships. Make sure you stay tuned for the next teaching. This will be part three coming up. And uh, thank you. God bless.